0: So here we are on a beautiful day. Not really spring, but not really winter either. It's just the beginning of March. Temperature around 40 or 50 degrees, it's slowly rising. The strange thing is that sometimes during the month of February it's the same so the weather is changing but in any event it's delightful to be out here right now enjoying it we don't know what the repercussions will be for the larger environmental systems on this earth but I think we can learn to take things as they can and enjoy the warmth In the midst of winter. We can do the same thing. When it comes to life. Seems that the human beings have entered into a time of. Fragility and winter. Since the new millennium. Everybody thought that. People's heads would be full of light. And they would be projecting love out of their hearts. Instead. Instead people were projecting bombs at each other thousands of people being killed at a time through the destruction of the twin towers in the middle of New York City and all the many wars following that disaster brought about by one person who was so full of hate that they didn't care what was going to happen as a result of such an attack it would be much easier to say that it happened because of one person in reality though it happened because this one person could tap into the hearts and minds and souls of tens, hundreds, thousands and perhaps millions of people in order to make it happen. It is if a ripple has gone out from this explosion and all of the negativity, the wickedness and the hatred rode on that wave around the world, touching those with like minds, and like vibrations, and awaking them from their sleep, like a fiery red dragon being roused from his chamber. To set the world on fire. The world seems strange now. Physically, everything is burning. Except in some places, there are floods. Of course, some places hurricanes. All kinds of pain and suffering going on. It seems at the same time, during seasons when it usually doesn't happen. Politically. It's a great fight going on. A generational war. Many of the generation who thought they had it made fought and struggled for justice. And then suddenly, when justice started to come, some of them begin to establish themselves in places of power begin to stop the end of this social revolution which was not really a revolution but evolution decided to go on to the other side to freeze things right where they were because in reality they never had a problem with the previous system their problem was only that they weren't the ones in charge we all live in a world created and sustained by such people and that is our dilemma so the youth who are growing up under the pain and suffering brought about by these people who really don't seem to care or so detached from their own grandparents and parents that they begin to lose respect for them. And I must admit I think I have lost respect for people too. Respect for people who do not love their children enough, and their grandchildren enough, to leave the world better, for their children and grandchildren, than the one that they inherited, because you see this generation, the one that is hindering the so-called baby boomers, and it's not everyone in this generation of course, a percentage, are the ones who, through their pride and arrogance have squandered much of the abundance that the earth has provided and technology has provided by declaring themselves superior to everything. Declaring that they are the only ones capable of rational thought and logic and understanding thus making themselves gods and rulers over everything and I remember many people when I was young saying that man had to conquer nature that has been the quest for this generation and even though their tone has softened a little bit it still is As things go downhill... I think... Many of them think that holding on to their power... Until they die... Is more important... Than the welfare of their children... Grandchildren... And the coming generations... So we find ourselves... In a dilemma... We find ourselves not suffering from any karma from previous lifetimes but suffering from the karmic debt that we as humanity created here on earth during those days and that we are creating right now because the very action that we are doing Is actually being brought about by karma. Something that is moving us in a direction where we don't want to go on a very deep subconscious level that we can't even stop. And I think, the scary thing and the sad thing is that we are going to have to ride this plane with all of its failing instrumentation with the gas lights blinking with the flaps locked down systems not allowing us to steer correctly we are going to have to ride this thing down until it fulfills the same destiny that everything in this world has to fulfill everything in this atmosphere anyway in the natural world abides by the law what goes up must come down in our case we are going up in the use of fossil fuels the use of energy the use of manipulation and control the use of psychological warfare on our own people the taking of resources narrowing economic growth so that it only applies to the top we are going up higher and higher and we are now also because of the refusal to take heat and change things coming down from the much higher height that is not really higher only higher in our dreams but a travesty when we look at things from the point of view of all of nature and that which is higher than our small lives on this earth if you like what you're hearing here please pass this link along to some of your friends so that they can listen and to help us keep coming on the air, visit our website at www.nextstepcoaching.mysite.com. That is www.nextstepcoaching.mysite.com and buy a copy of our book, We Are Not Alone, The Revelations of the First Exo Ambassador. It is a light, fun book, full of good reading, but also full of facts that can help you, your friends, and your loved ones understand the world in an enjoyable, but very deeply intelligent way. Now back to the program. (laughs) So what is the solution to all of these problems? How can we live in the world struggling to survive against nature, against hostile nations, those who began as hostile, and those who have been made hostile by a very few people within our borders? starting trouble and then running back and using the whole United States as a human shield? The answer is we have to dare to live. It's fine to mourn. It's fine to be angry and struggle against that which is unjust. It's fine to get outside and holler and curse. All of those things can be good at certain times. But that is not what life is for. Life is about exploration. Life it's about experiencing new things. It's about learning. It's about personal growth. And it's about allowing oneself to look up, to see the beauty of the sky, understand the wonderment of a tree, look at the grasses and the earth, animals, to see everything around one and to deeply explore that not with the scientific microscope but by reaching out with one's senses with one's eyes and ears touch to realize you see that all of these things that we consider external and separate from ourselves they are not external and they are not separate from ourselves. When we realize that we are not fighting against nature, we are one with nature. Everything begins to change. Fighting against nature, trying to destroy nature, is the thought of a cancer cell floating around in the body too ignorant to know that it's part of a group of cells it tries to strive and fight for itself and it builds these little tumors that grow bigger and bigger that end up destroying the body because it's so ignorant that it believes that it is there alone and it's separate from everything else even as a person who tries to fight and conquer and destroy nature their own body It's like a cancerous cell. Too ignorant to see and know the truth, thus destroying itself. The problem is you see, that many of us have just become either cancer cells or white blood cells trying to fight against the cancer. But the analogy of cells ends with this, because we have the decision. We can make the decision to be everything. We are made up of more than 20 trillion cells all working in harmony with each other that doesn't include the trillions of bacterium that's found within our stomach and our bowels that are working together and communicating with those 20 trillion cells, which does not include a cloud of germs and other small entities surrounding us almost in a halo that are also in contact with those 20 trillion cells we are not just one cell we think we exist that is why it is said I am therefore I think and so we can experience joy and light and once, we can dance in the midst of the fire, and no matter how hot the heat, it will not touch us. It will not touch us, because we are not separate, but we are one. Not only with the peace, with the love and the joy and the contentment, we are one with the fire and we can choose to change the course of the fire by being the fire as well as not we can choose to control the fire put it in a hearth bring forth warmth in the world in a controlled way we can put it in electric or little sparks help move the world. The fire does not rule us. We rule it. But when we find ourselves angry or sad or disappointed all the time because of the conditions of the world, the fire is ruling us. It's time for us to be free. And that freedom means Daring to fulfill one's life outside of the duties pressed upon one by a society that is unjust and makes us feel guilty if we don't play either along with this game or against this game. Freedom means choosing one's path, moment, each and every day being moved in the direction that one would like to go into with joy not being powered and driven by anger because as anyone can tell you anger is an emotion that is there to start one in a certain direction not to keep one going in a certain direction Once one begins to move in that direction, the anger should be gone, or one makes terrible mistakes. One must be awake, clear-minded, full of love and compassion, with the only desire being the promotion of growth personal power and empowerment for oneself and also for the rest of the world for every living being and when one has this goal eventually one finds that the self is all of creation And every living human being. So every intervention is personal and for personal power.